Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist. Here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafito. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Luxury Listing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lafito. I'm really excited about today's guest. But before we go into things, uh, just a reminder, you're on the right podcast. You're listening to the, to the right show. If you're looking to increase your average transaction size in 2018, and if you're looking to add more high-end and luxury properties to your portfolio, that is our goal for the podcast. We interview top influencers, top luxury agents, and co- top contributors that provide content and strategies for agents, broker owners, large teams to penetrate and start adding high-end and luxury properties to your portfolio. I love to hear success stories, so if you have them, you know, shoot me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, and uh, we'd love to hear your success stories. I recently had an agent uh, share with me before he started listening to our podcast, had $0 million listings, and now he's got $2 million-plus listings, and he uh, credits this show as uh, you know, one of the main reasons that he you know, has the confidence. So. Again, if you have a, a luxury property that's struggling and you need help to, to provide you know, strategy on how to get it sold, make sure you to reach out to us as well. Or if you're looking to land that high-end listing and you have a big uh, appointment coming up, make sure you reach out to us. Recently, I, I helped the co-founder of EXP Realty, who doesn't currently have any listings above 400000 and has never listed a home above $4 million. We helped him secure a $6.5 million listing in the Scottsdale area. So those are some of the services we help besides provide you know, the great podcast and our certification. Um, so without further ado, I want to bring on our guest, Mr. Dean Jackson. Mr. Dean Jackson wears a lot of hats. Maybe you've uh, heard his podcast. Uh, he does a lot of things with you know, some great marketers like Joe Polish. He's got a, a program called I Love Marketing. But he just recently launched a podcast, which I, I think is great for the listeners of this show, called Listing Agent Lifestyle. Without further ado, Dean, welcome to, uh, to, to the podcast. Wow. Thanks for having me. Excited. I'm really excited to have you, and um, I, um, um, you know, been connected with you for some time. I first met yeah. you through um, through um, by referral only mm-hmm. years ago. Going back, I remember probably, that was more than ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was probably 2004, 2005 with Joe Stump. You guys came to to the Chicagoland market, and um, yeah, and that's that's where you and I first connected. If you remember, and, here we are. and um, th- through some Dan Kennedy events, we've, we've run into each other as well. So that's um, right. Re- really excited to have you. Awesome! I'm excited to be here. Time flies. It it, it does. And then most recently, through a mutual friend, uh, Mr. Jim Morton, we were on his on his uh, Invictus uh, boat uh, down in in Florida. It was it was a beautiful day of mastermining. It really was. Absolutely. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So we had a lot of cool, uh, we had a lot of cool discussions there. 
And so I'm excited to share some of the, the um, great things that we've been working on here. Yeah, so for, so for people that don't know Dean Jackson or haven't heard of you, tell, tell, tell us a little bit of you know, your story and, and how you became sure. in real estate and, and how well, you know, you, you, you're kind of looked at as a, as a leading you know, expert authority. So g- give the background, if you will. Thanks, Dean. Well, we started out, you know, I've been just uh, next year, I got my real estate license in November of 1988. So next year will be 30 years. And I've had really two, two passions in my, uh, my business career. I mean, I started out 21 years old with my uh, real estate license. So it was my first and only real um, job, you know, kind of my career path. So, okay. uh, so real estate and marketing. And when I fell in love with marketing, that really was the thing that changed the course of my life. And of course, the Everything that I, I've done has been filtering and applying all the marketing things that I know through a real estate lens. You know, so I um, started out just like every other real estate agent, you know, having to do cold calls and prospecting and trying to figure out how to get listings and how to find buyers and do all of the things that, that you need to do to be successful. And it was when I discovered marketing that things got really easy. You know, that's where things really took off. And I started developing things for my own business that were highly leveraged, um, you know, using direct response marketing. And I was packaging up everything that I was doing in my business just outside of Toronto in Halton Hills. And I started licensing my systems to other realtors in markets around Toronto. And then right around that time, then I met uh, and partnered up with Joe Stump. And we built by referral only from from 1995 till um, 2009. We worked uh, together every single month doing big events, just like the one that you came to in, in, Chicago. So we learned a lot from then growing a, a big business and helping thousands of people. Um, and then since then, uh, been working on all kinds of other um, marketing related things for, for other businesses. But my passion has always been um, real estate. And so that's where when I really got um, focused on the listing side of real estate. Um, I just this year launched my new listing agent lifestyle podcast. Uh And I, I just think we're at such a, um, such a crossroads in real estate right now where I'm just so excited about the future of real estate. And I, I think we've never been in a better situation where you could build, um, you know, a tremendous business that has lots of leverage and um, using technology and systems and other people to create an incredible life. And most of the time, real estate has not really been equated with a lifestyle business. You know, it's really been equated with uh, a lot of a lot of work and counter to 
a, a great lifestyle. And I just think there's so much, um, so much cool stuff happening right now that can really, if you embrace it, make that a reality, you know? Yeah. Well, before we go into um, the listing agent lifestyle, because obviously we've shared offline kind of what yeah. what the model is there, and, and I think uh, the listeners can really get a lot from that. Uh, you mentioned a couple of things. So you, you, you talked about marketing, and one of the things I always mm-hmm. say is don't think like a real estate agent, think like a marketer. Um, right. You know, you're not in the real estate business. You're in the business of marketing your real estate business. So these are some things that I commonly, you know, believe in, and, and I consistently say when I'm speaking, training, coaching, etc. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you talked about marketing, but mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you referenced a term called direct response marketing. Now, mm-hmm. I obviously know what that is, but for the listeners, can you talk a little bit about what direct response marketing is and why it's more far, uh, effective than, than just you know, t- traditional branding marketing or no, no marketing yeah. with a consistent call to action, et cetera? Yeah, I think that's really the thing. that Most people, when they think about marketing, they think about personal promotion is really the thing to think about and get it coupled up with branding and creating top of mind awareness. So they spend a lot of money to what we would say is uh, get their name out there. You know, that's really kind of what, what people equate to marketing and maybe the best way to describe it is when we were doing the, the main events, we'd have six or 800 people in a room and I would, from stage, I'd pick somebody in the front row, and I'd say, um, you know, let's say it was you, I'd say, Michael, let's imagine that this audience is a 800-home subdivision, and everybody in here owns one of those 800 homes. And I'm going to give you a choice. I can let you come up on stage right now, and I'll give you... Um, you know, two minutes to tell everybody who you are, get your name out there, uh, you know, tell everybody why they should choose you, whatever you want to say. And, uh, or I will let you stay right where you are, and somebody from the back here will bring you an envelope, and in that envelope will be the name, address, and telephone number of the 80 people in this room who are going to sell their house in the net. <laughs> what would be more valuable to you? Which right. would you choose? And right. so when you present it like that, most people would see that it would be way more valuable for them to know who the, the 80 people who are actually going to move are than right. for 800 people to know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when, you, when you understand it from that, that's what direct response is really about. It's not about let's get your name out there to everybody so that they choose you when they're thinking about selling their house. Let's focus on direct response marketing, marketing designed to get the people who are going to sell their house in the next 6 to 12 months to raise right. their hand okay. so that we know who they are. And often that kind of advertising, it's downplays who you are. You know, a lot of times people get, um, they really get kind of have a, a difficulty with sending out or running ads that don't have their picture on it or don't have their brand on it. 
Um, but when you explain it, you know, that what we're looking for are we're trying to find the people who are going to sell their house. This is the way that we can do that better than anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, with, with a lot of these uh, companies out there that sell territories and so forth on predictive analytics, um, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've kind of simplified it with, uh, maybe that's a segue into, uh, you know, listing agent lifestyle and, and some of the mm-hmm. case studies. Um, why don't you tell, tell me a little, tell the audience a little bit about, well, I was excited know, about, yeah, I was excited because when we were together with Jim, that was real right at the, uh, we had just wrapped up a four year case study running four our getting four year case study, huh. running our getting listings program with an agent, um, you know, in a, in a, a uh, neighborhood and we show had I had the infographic that I showed you with all the the results over that yep. four year period, and so we tracked everything. And over that four years, he spent fifty three thousand dollars on mailing postcards and newsletters and follow up packages to the people who had responded. So fifty three thousand dollar expense or just over 50,000 and it turned I like to call into that investment by the way investment investment exactly either made a $50,000 investment that turned into $543,000 in commission so it was an 11 times ROI over the four years now what we really um, what was the most amazing thing that we saw from that was that you know, he mailed from September till he did his first transaction was February. So it was September till February before he got the first transaction. But it happened overnight. From Feb- yeah, but from February on, which was really fascinating, we you know we tracked everything because we would show when they did the transaction, and then we would trace back to when they first responded to the postcard. So even though in that first, uh, the first little period of time there, he only did one transaction initially, he went on over the next three and a half years to do 21 transactions from people who responded in the first year. So even though they didn't do something right now. Some of them, as many as far as three and a half years later, you know, did transactions this year and responded in the first year. So there's the longevity of it, you know, that asset of you being the the person that is acting as their advocate. You know, we we see that all the time. Not and it's in. Um, all kinds of markets. I've been really an advocate for doing this in the highest level markets. I mean, we've been doing this in in South Beach with oceanfront condos, in Cape Ann, just north of Boston with oceanfront homes. We've got our second um, four-year case study that we'll be wrapping up in the spring in Cape Ann um, with just the thousand oceanfront homes on the Cape and it's mirroring exactly what 
is um, happening in the other markets. The real thing is the um, longevity of it, you know, the realizing that it's a long, um, you know, a long time payoff. No, it's a long time payoff. You know, I often see, and, and um, I know people get frustrated when they're, um, you know, they, they do things, they run leads or run ads and they're, they take an expense based approach to it where they're running or sending postcards or running Facebook ads, looking for seller leads. And then when they don't list right away, they start immediately say, Oh, those are no good. Facebook, those are just dead uh, leads. Those ones don't list. But the real thing is that when you extend the um, likelihood of them listing over the next 24 months, you know, 12 months, 24, 36 months, you have a real asset that nobody else has access to. And so what we try and focus on is being a market maker. And because you've got this secret inventory of potential sellers, right? Everybody who responds to the, the postcards that we're mailing, when they don't list, we've got this potential person who's going to, higher than normal likelihood, sell their house in the next 12 to 24 months. The very best thing that we can do is now go to work and start finding the buyers for those homes. And so the re- I was very... Um, really fascinated to see uh, Molson beer, what they've, what they were doing um, because it was mirrored what we were doing on the, on the lakefront um, um, uh, homes here in winter Haven. So Molson Canadian beer would run an ad <clears throat> in Cosmo magazine with a picture of a model dream-looking guy with a sweater in a field with puppies. And the, it was an image ad, right? Like the dream, the Cosmo girl's dream guy. And the copy said, you know, his address, the intersection between masculinity and sensitivity, his beer, <laughs> Molson Canadian, right? And then they would run that ad only so that they could run an ad in men's magazines that said hundreds of thousands of women pre-programmed for your convenience. And they'd show a picture of the ad that they're running in Cosmo and say, while you're reading this ad, thousands of women are reading an ad completely different that's scientifically designed to increase the attraction they feel for men who drink Molson beer. And they'd go on to explain the whole process and they had a little illustration that showed that all you need to do to activate this attraction is order a Molson. And it showed that because they're programmed, this little, you know, almost like lasers coming out of their eye, looking at you, looking at the, uh, the Molson and triggering this attraction in the back of their brain. And I thought, that's just so brilliant. And it's exactly what we're doing here. You know, if we're running these ads, we're running these postcards to find 
people with lakefront homes, with oceanfront homes, with oceanfront condos, with view homes in Paradise Valley, in, in Aspen or Beaver Valley, all of these highest-end luxury markets. And then at the same time, running ads in the luxury magazines there, looking for people who are looking to buy those homes. So we run an ad in North Shore Magazine in just north of uh, Boston, a luxury magazine, or Haven Magazine in, in Miami that have iconic pictures of the exactly what somebody would be their dream home on the ocean in, in Cape Ann and say, if you're looking for an amazing um, um, oceanfront home on Cape Ann, read this, and we would talk all about it and offer them a guide to Cape Ann oceanfront house prices. And that way we're running and finding buyers for oceanfront homes without having to get listings to find them. You know, most of the time people think that you've got to get in and you've got to get a listing in order to now use that to find buyers. And when you go into um, that listing presentation, most of the time people are saying, when we list your house, this is what we'll do. We do, we do this and we do virtual tours and we do the uh, lifestyle videos and we do all these things and we're going to advertise your property all over the world and, and do all of these things. But I, I learned that the number two best advantage you can have coming into a, uh, into a listing presentation on a luxury home or any home is a, a buyer who is ready to buy a home just like that, waiting for it. Absolutely. Hey there, it's Michael Lafito. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. If you are interested in signing up for our luxury listing specialist certification, or if you want additional information on how you can dominate selling higher end homes in your marketplace, make sure you go to luxurylistingspecialist.com. So a couple bullet points here um, mm -hmm. for the listeners. So Dean really talked about targeting. So he's talking about the beach, the, the, the properties along the ocean. And so you can target communities where the affluent live, right? The higher priced properties for yes. a given marketplace, no matter where yeah. you're at. So consistently touching them by, I'm saying touching is a term I use, but sending mailers, um, you know, handwritten notes, um, just listed postcards. If you list other similar properties, making sure that they're on that list so they're getting those just listed. Um, so that's really important. The second key point that Dean talked about is if you have potential buyers that are looking at similar priced homes, um, that's going to be really important. Um, that's mm -hmm. how you position yourself as an expert, an authority in that given marketplace, um, because you, you might not have other similar listings, although that really helps. But if you, 
have buyers and you can quantify and you can, it's not just blowing smoke because Dean, you've been doing this longer than I have. I think there's a lot of unethical people in this industry. And I personally know there's agents that will point blank lie to a potential seller saying I have a buyer to get the listing, right? So, right. so we're talking about being ethical. We're talking about being yeah. sincere. We're talking about you do have a potential buyer. And, you know, if you can bring some kind of proof that you are working with someone without giving away their information. Well, when you show them, when you can show them, here's the ad that we run looking for the buyer for your house. If you've got an oceanfront condo in South Beach and I show you the ad that we've been running in Haven Magazine for the last six months and the list of all the people who respond to that ad that is offering, if you're looking for an amazing oceanfront condo in South Beach, that that is proof that I've been looking for the buyer for your house 180 days ago I started. I'm not going to wait till I get your listing to start doing all this. I've already got... I've already got 130 people who are looking for oceanfront homes. Yep, yep. That's a that's, that's a great the, point. That that's, that's social the big proof. advantage, right? Yeah. I said that was the number two thing that you could bring because the number one thing you could bring is your checkbook. Let's just be completely honest about it, right? No matter what anybody's listing presentation says, no matter what their marketing plan is, no matter what their reputation is, no matter how long they've been doing it or how established they are as the expert. And this is encouragement for people who want to break into luxury markets that seem like they're locked up by a long-term successful agent in there, right? That they're thinking, oh, I can't break in because Rick's got the whole neighborhood tied up, right? And I'm saying that if you went in to see somebody and you had your checkbook and they they were interviewing three or four agents to choose one and you went in and said, when would you like to move? How much would you like for your house? I'll take it. And you got out your checkbook and you started writing that check, there's no way that they would list with any of those other agents, even if one of them was their mother. Yep. They would sell their mother out. <laughs> they would throw their mother under the bus to get that check. And so that's the reality of what people are really looking for. And if you show them that you're the closest to them getting that check, there's all the um, chance in the world that they're going to go with you. Yeah, I, I think I think you're 100% accurate with that. And, um, you know, for those listeners out there that, you know, because, Dean, we have some beginners, we have some, you know, rock star agents. And, and mm-hmm. so depending on where you're at listener-wise, you might be saying, well, Dean, I, I don't have a big marketing budget. I can't take out ads. Right. I can't. I can't do consistent postcard mailings. Um, you know, again, free resources are, are, are out there, i.e. the Luxury Listing Podcast. So continue to, to, you know, to listen to top experts, learn from them, just like the gentleman I referred to earlier on the show that 
that didn't have a luxury listing, but listened to some of the best practices. You know, I, I have a, you know, just released the book, Luxury Listing Specialist. Um, you know, you can find that on Amazon. It's a $29 book. It's a great resource. If you're looking to take maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, action, you know, we have the certification. It's a way to differentiate yourself from the competition, not just with knowledge, but also that third-party validation. Uh, but if you do have a marketing budget, then then what Dean is talking about is really a no-brainer. I mean, the ROI was 11 to 1 in that one example, that case study he talked about. So that's the nice thing about the high-end properties, and that's what I teach with my speaking and my training. My goal is for agents to increase their average sale price of a home that they represent in the next 12 months by 30% by by consistently adding high-end and luxury properties to your portfolio. So, Dean, a great example is if they get one of those ocean properties, or maybe they're they're in Iowa or Wisconsin or or wherever it is, doesn't matter. I define yeah. luxury as three times whatever the average sale price is for that mm-hmm. given market. So, there's luxury homes in every market. You don't have to yeah. be on a lake or an ocean. No, it's a great distinction. And some in every market, there's something that's the most desirable, whether it's um, lakefront houses or golf course houses or, um, you know, estate homes or horse farms, or there's always something that, that is the most desirable at the top end of the market. And just identifying what that is, is a, um, goes a long way. Absolutely. So I just wanted, I wanted to make sure I, I mentioned that because I want to be sensitive. Everybody starts out, um, you know, somewhere. Um, you know, I was presenting at a Remax event in Texas um, about a year ago, and and uh, the gentleman that introduced me because we were talking about luxury, of course, said, you know, I've always said if you're going to sell a house, you might as well sell a, a big, expensive one. <laughs> yeah, there's so many limiting beliefs in this industry, and and that's kind of what we hope to break down those barriers through the podcast, through our book, through our certification, because you mentioned if there is that rock star agent that dominates luxury. Or, for that matter, maybe there's a brokerage, a firm, Dean, and they, they get all the high-end listings, and you're that new guy yeah. in town, or, or you're with a small boutique, or maybe you're with a brand yeah. that doesn't specialize in luxury. You you need that firepower behind you, whether it be the certification, whether it be that 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 buyer, you know, that check in, in that checkbook that you talked about. You're coming yeah. from a position of strength in those scenarios. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I think there's, that's the thing is, you know, start with, um, start with what you can handle, you know, like it doesn't, uh, you, we had a, a gentleman um, in Wisconsin that started with um, 500 homes, you know, 460 homes he started with and, you know, did $55,000 in his first, uh, first year, just starting with um, an amount that you can handle. You know, it costs the same amount of money to send postcards to the lowest price homes as it does the most expensive homes. So right. why not Why not start there? You know, pick 500. Pick 500 homes and look at it as an investment. And if you're in a situation where you can't do that kind of investment, then it's, you know, you've got um, you to think more um, creatively, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, very good information. Um, how could somebody find out more about um, a the the postcard service that you offer? Um, sure. I yeah. That I, I've seen it. It's it, it incorporates for those listeners. We talked a little bit about direct response marketing and and more than just branding, but a call to action. Of course, Dean's marketing the, the postcards, the done for you postcards that he offers. Um, it, it incorporates that, right? And and you yes, do a lot of that legwork, correct? Yeah, we've got that whole. I mean, we've got it down to the point, literally, Michael, where somebody can point on a map and say, this is where I want to get listings and we can do everything else for them. So that's where, um, you know, what we've got the postcards, we've got the landing pages, we've got the follow-up packages, the newsletters that follow up to everybody. So it doesn't really require any creative thinking and, um, that's what we've been, we call that our getting listings program, and that's at gogoagent.com. Um, so I'm building a pretty cool community of people who are really applying these kinds of direct response um, tools to the, the high-end things, all in pursuit of what we're calling the listing agent lifestyle. And so you mentioned my uh, podcast that I started um, just a couple of months ago now, or just yeah, about a month ago now, at uh, yeah. listingagentlifestyle.com, um, and you can find it on iTunes. But it's, you know, we have um, you know, interviews and all the case studies that we've been um, working on, all the agents who are um, running these programs, including that Tony Kelsey that I shared with that original, um, that original um, case study. So yeah, that that's where that would be a great place to um, to dig in. Awesome, and mm-hmm. if if somebody um, wanted to reach out to you, um, you know, through your secretary, or what have you, what, what's the best way that yeah, to do that? Yeah, so I'm easy to reach. Yeah, I'm easy to reach. My email is dean at deanjackson dot com. Dean at DeanJackson.com. Awesome. Um, any, anything else that you'd like to add for, for today? What are, you, what are you thinking as we go into early 2018 as, as this is coming out? Um, what, you know, do you see? Well, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I mean, you know, the best wisdom that I can give to people is that the, the best time to plant an oak tree is 20 years ago, you know, and the second best time is today. You know, you, the longer that you wait to start, uh, the longer it takes to, to build out, you know? So it's start with what you start with what you can, but make a commitment to the long term If you're going to go into a luxury market, you know, if the luxury homes are, are oceanfront homes or lakefront homes or horse farms or whatever element of the luxury market that you want to break into, make that long-term commitment to it and start with what you can um, start with what you can handle right now and just start acting like a uh, specialist in that market. You know, do all the things that you would do knowing that long-term you're going to take over that market. So it's, you just got to have that vision of it and then make your actions match up to your vision. Great, great advice. Great advice. Mm-hmm. 
Dean, your wealth of knowledge. I, I, I appreciate your time. Uh, again, for those of you that um, want to listen to this over and over again, again, you can always find our podcast at LuxuryListingPodcast.com. Of course, we have it on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you have any questions, you can send me a question directly at Michael at MarketingLuxuryGroup.com. Michael at MarketingLuxuryGroup.com. If you feel like somebody would be a great uh, guest on a future show, please let me know that as well. And as I mentioned, if you have a success story, some nugget, something where we inspired you, we helped you you get over the top, so to speak, maybe helped you acquire a high-end property or or get one sold, please don't keep us a secret. That's that's why we do this. And and if you want more information about our certification, you can go to LuxuryListingSpecialist.com, LuxuryListingSpecialist.com. Specialist. My name is Michael Lafito. Remember, it's not the market, it's the marketing. Appreciate your time today. And remember, prove them wrong. That's a motto that I live by. Prove them wrong. There might have been somebody that told you you couldn't do someone. Maybe it's someone in your family. Maybe it's your ex, whoever it might be. But let that be your burning desire to wake up on, with your butt on fire every day, to keep going to work. Keep, you know, keep your pound in the pavement because this business is not easy. You get a lot of rejections. You get doors slammed on you. You get fired, etc. You get that friend that says, I just bought a house, and they didn't use you. Stay positive. Again, I believe if you hang out with nine top producers, you're bound to be the tenth. My name is Michael Lafito, Dean Jackson. Thank you again for your expertise. Dean at DeanJackson.com. Uh, Luxury Agent Lifestyle is the name of the podcast. You can find it on iTunes. And um, appreciate your time, Dean. Thanks.